Welcome back, guys, to another episode of the BMF Podcast. Today, we're going to lead with... So today, we're going to talk about the six leadership principles that's going to guide recruiters to spark a change in their um, company. Awesome. That, excited about that. That sounds very exciting. Guys, if you haven't already been um, watching our pad- podcast, the link's in the description below. Check us out on Apple or wherever you find your podcast episodes. It's a lot of good information, guys, especially if you're new to business, especially if you're a recruiter, you want to grow your business. Um, we're sharing with you everything that we know about going from zero to seven figures of revenue in, in a single year with zero investment, zero seed money, just using what's up here and being savvy and resourceful. So we're not only sharing marketing tips, but business tips as well. And of course, we always got to include the family because we're both parents. Um, so yeah, we'll give you some tips on those too, yeah. like balancing the entrepreneurship journey, being a, a leader, a boss, owner, all those things, and as well as having a family, having children, especially if you have multiple children. Right. So, so take notes on what we're going to talk about. And, you know, of course, you can always replay this, but definitely take notes. Yeah. We even like each other from time to time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We do. Sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes. Awesome. All right. The love is always there. That's so, the main thing. <laughs> all right. So the leadership tips on yes. how to... If your business is struggling, you're struggling with culture, you're struggling with finding the right people. Mm-hmm. So here are some things you can do to fast track that. So Stacy, leader number one. So the first one is innovation. A great leader is always gonna bring new ideas or have people in their business company that's gonna bring new ideas. Mm-hmm. You have to be open to new ideas as well. Um, of course, things that are working, you still wanna have them in place and continue having them in your in your processes in your company but you want to expand on them you want to grow on them you want to maybe make some tweaks depending on uh where you're at what stage you're at in your company because as we as people we change we reinvent ourselves all the time so does our company and so you need to be innovative right and i think there's a huge distinction there between you as the owner right as an entrepreneur you, we, entrepreneurs typically embrace change. We understand that like life is growth, life is change, and we're rolling with it. Your team members, your employees, the people that are working with you, their their demeanor might be more towards they're, they're scared of change or, or change is frightening, right? Think about it. Like the biggest life event, you graduate college, and now all of a sudden, like now what do you do? You graduate high school, it's like all your friends, like now what do you do? So most people... They don't really embrace change. So you have to find that line like, okay, hey, I have this new idea. This is going to help the company grow. The way that you deliver, the way that you break it out to your um, your team members has to be strategic. And when we first started, man, like I would have an idea every single day. You know, we're always having ideas and sharing with each other. And that's one thing, right? You have a partner, another entrepreneur, that's different. You can't share all your ideas with your team members because it'll freak them out, yeah. right? So there's a process that we do, and we well, we, it's called thinking time, right? And you can start off with just an hour a week or just one day a week where you bring your ideas and you critique, you become your own board of directors. You critique your ideas, right? Because every everything bad that happened to you started off as a good idea, right? So you write that idea, you write that idea down. And you make a pros and cons list, okay? And you might have in a week three ideas, right? Or maybe 10 ideas, whatever it may be. You write them all down and then you go through a mental process of, okay, what's the downside? If this doesn't work, am I losing money? Am I losing, even more importantly, time, opportunity loss? 
you go through that process with yourself, critiquing your own ideas, right? And the end result is out of those 10, three ideas, you'll find one that's really solid. And sometimes you might say, you know what, I'm gonna sit on this for a week or two, come back next week when you do your thinking time and say to yourself, okay, now that I've thought about it for a week, it ran in the background of my mind, it is still worth pursuing because once you bring it to your team, they're gonna take it as law, right? They don't understand that, hey, this might work, it might not work, if it doesn't work, we'll make some adjustments. That's not how they're thinking. So if the idea fails, you lose some of that clout early on, especially if you're new in recruiting, if you're new in business and people haven't been with you that long, it's gonna take some time for them to adjust to your personality and understand that, hey, you do make consistent good decisions for the company. So really keep that in mind. You might be having all these ideas, that, but have a system where you either go through it yourself or maybe go through it yourself and then you have your wife, your spouse, someone that you trust, go through it as well, another set of eyes on it. So you're protecting your team from yourself. And I had to learn that the hard way early on in you know, my business career. Yes, perfect, awesome. So now we're gonna talk about systems. So that's the next the, the next uh, leadership mm -hmm. uh, skill that you need. So in any business, and even in life, I believe, even in your family, you need to have systems in place. Systems and processes is the key to running this whole machine. And you need to figure out what is gonna be your system. So when you're creating, if you're new, Documenting your process mm -hmm. is always number one. And we've talked about this in other episodes before. So always documenting your process, seeing what actually is working, what's not working, mm -hmm. and the things that are working, put them into your system. Create a system out of that. You will have multiple systems in your business, depending on how big your, your company is, even how small it is. But you may have different departments or you may have different systems for different roles. So having a system is very important. Having a system is very important. And I know like for us, like we have our systems in place from the operations side, from the sales side, from even the client success side. Um, so definitely you wanna make sure that you have them down pat. And you know, if you ever need any assistance with that, definitely reach out to us and we'll be more than happy to kind of look at your system and see if there needs to be some tweaks there that you know hopefully can help you. So if you're struggling right now with you can't seem to hire people that stick, they're not delivering, or you feel like, you know what, like you're still doing everything yourself, because that's really frustrating. As a business owner, you know 90% or 100% of the service that you do, and you have to wear these multiple hats, right? The worst thing in the world is, now you hire someone, you're paying them, you're giving them a portion of your hard-earned money, and they're adding more to your plate. Like that is frustrating, yeah. right? So how do you give yourself the best chance of that not happening, and this is what Stacy's talking about with the systems and the processes. So you need to first identify, okay, I might be doing five things. I don't wanna do all five anymore. I'll do these four. I need someone to come in and take this one off my plate, right? Don't try to say I'm gonna have someone come in and do all these five things. It's not gonna happen, right? If it did, they would be an entrepreneur themselves. They wouldn't yeah. need to work for your company. So identify one, maybe two things that you can take from your process to say, I want to have someone come in and help with that, right? And the goal is for that person to become better than you at that one thing, right? Mm -hmm. So detail it out. Like, don't just like, a lot of people that go and they'll find a job description. Oh, I need, I need an account manager. Oh, I need an assistant. And they'll go and find, they'll go on Indeed or LinkedIn, whatever it is, and they'll find 
someone else's description of like, you know, of the yeah. person they're looking for. And they'll just put in their own words and they'll say, that's it, it's done. Well, if you do that copy and paste, you're gonna get a copy and paste result. You really have to sit down and say, okay, here's how I do this, right? And we talked about before in a past episode, creating a scorecard. So, you know, let's say it's let's say it's sales, right? Look at, okay, what makes me good at sales? Why have this been working where I'm able to bring people in, bring in new clients, right? So you wanna think about the characteristics that you have that helps you with sales. You're gonna detail those out in the scorecard, you know? Enthusiastic, belief, you know, belief in the service, things like that, write those out. Then the processes, so you'll wanna have, make sure you set a goal. So right now, if you're individually bringing in let's say two clients per quarter for your recruitment firm, right? Something like that, right? And that's that equates to, let's say, $50,000 a quarter of business, right? So that's the starting goal. You need someone that's gonna come in and do exactly what you're doing, right? So you're looking for someone that can just come in and hit that right away, that particular function. You outline all of that and you put it in a document. So this way, yeah, it's gonna be in the job post, but also in the documents when you're interviewing people, you're gonna say who who is most likely that everyone I interview can come in and achieve these goals right away without a ton of training because I think we all get ourselves into trouble by thinking that hey we can we can help people get to where we need them to be versus just get hiring someone that's already there yeah. you know that that changes everything just that little mindset tweak don't hire someone to train them up to where you need them to be. Hire someone that's already there because of the very with some training, they can start doubling your results and now your business is on the fast track. Definitely. And not only a way to document, like just going back to documenting the process, not only doing the scorecard, but just having like, you know, record yourself doing the work. That's part of, that can be part of your training that you mm -hmm. give, like creating that, that training process, create SOP, just making sure that, especially when you're starting out, you understand the roles that you want in place. Mm -hmm. You've been in that role at one point, and that's a role that you no longer want to be in, but you understand it so that you're able to identify the characteristics that you want, identify the type of person that you want in that role. So it's really important, especially when you're starting now, to really wear those hats, I think, so that you understand and you know the type of person that you want in that role and the and the skills that you're going to, you're, you want that person to have in the role, the characteristics, all that. So I think that's really important when you're starting out. So of course, as business owners, we have to, we know like, you know, things are gonna be great and things are not gonna be so great. And the times that it's not gonna be great, we still need to be resilient. We still need to know that there's hope. We still need to know that, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna make it out of the hump. You know, there's gonna be times in the business where there's gonna be a hump that you have to get over and it's gonna be okay and that I think any great business owner, all the greats out there, they went through that. They went through the phase drought of the hump of like probably no income uh, struggles, but they didn't give up. And that's the key. Right. So one of the things that really helps with that is affirmations. This is something that I personally believe in. And, and Stacy and I, we do this every single day. We have about like 25 to 50 just sentences that we read to each other. Sometimes it's like I'm coming from the gym and I'll call her and I'll read them, but daily affirmations because it is tough in business. And if you are the leader and other other people on your team see that, you know, like, man, like you really look sad or, you know, you're having a, a tough day, it, there's a ripple effect. It's like, you need them to believe in your vision. If you don't believe in your vision, if you're not emulating that vision, 
how can they believe in it? So resilience, that's, that's something that I think every good leader, entrepreneur, recruiter needs, but the way that you keep yourself, and some people might be, you know, listening to their favorite song every day to get them in that zone. That's fine. Like, you know, your own little dance party, right? Yeah. Whatever, whatever it takes. Some people might be taking a cold shower. Just find something. For us, it's affirmations. Find something that just gets you pumped up for the day and you can handle the bad news better. Um, you know, you always kind of want to be even keel. Like, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Just steady, you know, and secure. And people will follow that. People, exactly. people love that. And since you mentioned people, so the next one is people first. As you, you know, the goal of business is never to really, for majority of people, not, not to be a solopreneur. You want to be a business owner. Mm -hmm. You want to have a team. You want to have a company. That's, that's how the most, most people who are successful have. They always have a team. There's, there's very, 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 probably few people, I don't really know any that are solopreneurs. Yeah, yeah I mean, but, there's, there's a ton of solo recruiters that, um, that oh, we work with. True. And hey, like, if that's you, that's fine, right? You know, you make your money, you do what needs mm -hmm. to be done, that's fine. But if you're looking to build a team, one principle to have is people first, right? Mm -hmm. We talk about having core value. If you're, you know, you're just throwing out a small company, recommend like, three values that really embodies you and what you want the business to be, right? And when we first started off, I believe our, our core values was people first, like we protect our people and we say it, like we have a, a huddle every week and we say these core values. So one is like people first, we always protect our, we remember to be good people, not just people good at business, right? Cause there's a difference. Oh my gosh, like it's on. So there's one that we used to have, I think we adjusted it, but done's better than perfect, right? So. A lot of times we procrastinate, like, oh, we want to do this thing, this whatever it is, and we spend so much time doing it. I remember hearing a story of some of our like our early recruitment clients that would spend three hours making a, a, a five-minute content video, and that's an insane amount of time for something that was only five minutes of production, right? That's, that's what we're talking about. Sometimes done is better than perfect. Like, just get it done. You can make a content video, five-minute content video in seven minutes. A minute to prep your camera, five minutes to record, a minute afterwards to just send it out to who, need, who needs to be sent to or post it, right? It shouldn't be something that a whole production takes so long. So that was one of our early core values. I think we, we've adjusted it since then, but just to kind of give you some ideas of some core values, right? And then one of the things that I really love that we do now that we didn't do early on is we actually have individual meetings with our team members. Our company's boutique, you know, we, we decided we don't want to have a 30, 50, 70 person company. That's not who we are. We'd rather be, you know, eight to 12. Like that's kind of like our sweet spot. So we have the opportunity to, we have weekly meetings, individual, and then Stacy conducted, she runs these with our fulfillment team, our, our you know, our team members. And they're, they're 30 minutes to 45 minutes. Yeah talk about what's going on with the clients, talk about what's going on with the responsibilities, but also it's a safe space that allows for two-way conversation. And that's huge because a boss tells you what to do and doesn't listen to feedback. A leader shows you what to do and embraces feedback. It's a two-way conversation. And for a team member, that that's huge. I mean, they get to express not only things going on with work, but also their personal life and no matter what people say, things that go goes on with you personally, you bring it to work. It's gonna have an effect on you. Yeah. So I really love that she implemented that. 
And I, I've seen the effects, like happier team members, which rolls into like more success with the clients because you know, you're know you enjoying what you're doing, you like where you are, you're gonna produce better results. So I think that's huge, people first. And if you have the opportunity to implement you know, a 15 minute, 30 minute, yeah. just a one-on-one -on -one session, try it out, see how it goes, a safe space, talk about, hey, what are you struggling with you know, right now in the business or with your responsibilities? How are things going with you personally? I actually took a piece of that in, in our in our sales team meetings. We have a day where we go round robin, like everyone gets to share a personal win or a personal challenge. And we've learned so much more about our team members since we started doing this than the three years prior to when we haven't been doing it. You know, we've learned more in the three months of doing this than the three years prior. That's awesome. Yes, definitely. I challenge you to get to know your team members, even for the big companies that are watching this. You know, I know it could be challenging um, because of your time, but if you can at least do it monthly, check in with your team, individuals one, once like once a month, I think that would make a huge difference in, in your culture and just the way that they view the company that they're, they're in. And even you, they're going to view you even differently because they're going to feel like you care, care right. more, you know? Right. And if you're a 50 person company, 100 person company, meet with your executive team, but like one, not to get like the group meetings are important, but also that one on one, you might have four kids. You can meet with each one of them once a month, you know, just a safe space type of environment where two way feedback, because as you get more successful in business, what happens is more and more people think your ideas are great. Right. And that's not always the yes. case that like, no one is batting a thousand, have a thousand great ideas in a row. Right. So you need people to tell you like that idea sucks or that that sounds stupid or, hey, that's going to hurt us more than it's going to help us. Right. So creating those safe spaces allows your best to, to feel like they can go. They can come to you and tell you like, hey, this this might not be the result. This might not have the result we're really looking for. And you need that to stay successful. One thing to become successful but you 100% need that to stay successful. Yeah, and I, I've seen that in even our business. Like, no, I don't think it's a good idea. But what's great is that they're so comfortable saying that, but also providing an alternative, which I think that mm -hmm. helps in that, that, just that relationship to grow with your executives because they feel safe enough to say like, you know, I may not think this, they may not feel like this is gonna work, but they propose in another idea versus just saying no. Because there's nothing worse than someone saying yes all the time. And then there's nothing worse than someone saying, saying no, but having no idea. It's like, okay, but you're saying no for what? <laughs> so it's great when they can provide an um, alternative plan. And they it becomes collaborate, a collaboration is formed, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Yeah. So the next one is kindness. Now, kindness has been the theme word since 2020. And we all know why. But I want to just stress the fact that kindness is just really important. And this goes back into people first. It goes back into just, just building a really solid business, whether you're a solopreneur, have many people under you, just being kind, not only to the people that are working on your team and your company, but also your clients, uh, future clients, because we all know businesses, of course, no matter what type of business you're in, recruiting as well, referrals are really important, right? Mm -hmm. And so when you're kind to those that you're working with and working for, that's going to uh, tell them like, oh yeah, like I worked with this company, this recruiting firm. They got me a bunch of, they filled a bunch of roles for me. They were just phenomenal, but also they're going to talk about your character. They're going to talk about even the people that you have in place. They're going to talk about their character. And so kindness is just very important. Just being kind to others, talking kindly. Of course, like if you are 
very direct, you can still be kind. If you're very like to the point, very like, or laid back and this conversational, you can still be kind. Even if there's an issue, you can still be kind. So just want to, this, that's another leadership principle that I think is very important for those in business to have, because when you are kind, it, it just trickles down mm. to everyone that mm. you interact with. Mm. It's going to bring you the long way. And then you can get those reviews too. Okay. <laughs> So awareness, just being aware. So it's like, it's called, intel you can call it intel intelligence awareness, social awareness, whatever it is. But I think everyone knows what awareness is. So I won't go too deep into it because I know we're over time. But just being aware of uh, what's going on in the world, how it's impacting your company, maybe how it can be impacting the people that you're working with, um, your clients. So yeah, just being aware of what's going on so that you're able to make good decisions, make the right decisions for any anybody that you're working with. So. Mm. All right, we're done now. <laughs> no, I mean, no, no, I, I like that. I mean, to just piggyback off of that, I mean, when COVID-19 happened, we have an international staff. So we have some people that are in the United States, some people that's in Canada, some that's in the United Kingdom, some people that's in Colombia or South America. It was a scary time. And yeah. I remember like, you know, being, being having a relationship with, with your team members to like ask them like, what's going on in your, your specific country? You know, like, What's going on with your family? Is everything okay? That that was huge. I feel like we we grew together and we bonded, um, you know, over that experience. Um, and right now, I mean, at the time of this recording, like right now, Russia's at war with Ukraine. Yeah. I mean, you have um, a company and you have people that have, you know, your team members have family that are Ukrainian or go could be potentially affected by the war. That's something as a leader that you need to be aware of, right? And be comfortable enough to have those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Because if they see that you care about them, they can't help but care about you and your company, right? Yeah. Someone is taking their time to help you build your dream. You need to take the time to you know, make sure they're okay and care about them as well. So yeah. great awesome. principles. So I hope you guys enjoy this video. I hope you uh, implement some of these principles. You may have your own principles, but hopefully some of these uh, can be added to yours. And if not, hopefully, you know, you take these principles and build a great foundation for your business. Awesome. Hey, so thank you for taking the time with us today. Hopefully this has been insightful and help you um, establish your culture and building, working towards building that dream business, you know, that yeah. you've always wanted. And take the time to comment below on this, yes. on the YouTube video, and let us know some of the principles that you guys have in your business. Awesome. Bye guys. See you next time.